Today on Meet the Abolitionist, we will be speaking with John Brown, Frederick Douglass, Sarah Gimke, Harriet Tudman, and Lucretia Mott, and William Lloyd Garrison. Let's spread their message to end slavery. Our first guest, John Brown, could not make it to our interview today, so we are having Allie tell the story of John Brown. John Brown was born in Torrington, Connecticut on May 4th in the year 1800. His parents were Owen and Ruth Mills Brown. His father, who was in the tannery business, relocated his family to Ohio when John was only five years old. His father and mother were very religious and therefore vehemently against slavery. The, the area of Ohio he lived in would later become known for its anti-slavery beliefs. John's father became very active in the effort to bring former enslaved people to freedom. Their family home soon became a safe house for fugitive enslaved people. Later on in life, John became the opposite of a pacifist. He believed in aggressive action against slaveholders and any government officials who enabled them. After the brutal murder of anti-slavery activist Elijah P. Lovejoy, John Brown consecrated his life to the destruction of slavery. John Brown was very financially unstable for a long period of time. He even filed bankruptcy at the age of 40. He moved around from place to place until he settled on a farm near Lake Placid, New York. He used that farm to advise and assist members of the black communities in the region. John Brown went west and joined his sons to aid in what would be known as the Pottawatomie Massacre, which is the brutal murder of five pro-slavery activists. John Brown went on to lead a very important raid on Harper's Ferry. A group of men led by Owen Brown captured George Washington, while the rest of the men, with John Brown at the lead, began a raid on Harper's Ferry to, see, to seize both weapons and pro-slavery leaders in the town. The main reason the raid was successful was because of the group seated in seizing the armory before officials in Washington, D.C. could be informed and send in reinforcements. This was John Brown's most important act against the pro-slavery community. Thank you, Allie. Next up, Frederick Douglass. Welcome. It's my understanding you are a former slave and now a journalist. Give the listeners some background information on yourself, please. I was born in Talbot County in Maryland in February 1818. How do you? Uh, in 1838, that was when my life changed. I became a slave for seven years. I escaped from Baltimore on September 3rd, 1838. I traveled north by trains and boats. Heading north, I traveled to Philadelphia success successfully. How do you think you've impacted the abolitionist movement thus far? Not long after my escape, I became an author, writer, writer, and a journalist. I wrote and preached about what slavery was really like. Do you hope to be remembered in history, and what do you will you be remembered for? I want people to remember that I fought for what was right and didn't stop till it happened. Thank you. Next up, Sarah Gimke. Welcome. It's my understanding that you have worked with great efforts to end racial discrimination. Give the listeners some background information on yourself, please. Hello. My name is Sarah Grimke. I'm an anti-slave abolitionist, and later I advocated for women's rights. I was born on November 26, 1792. My siblings and I come from a rich family of slaveholders in Charleston, South Carolina. We live with our mother, Mary Smith, and her father, John Fosherod Grimke, who was a head judge at the state Supreme Court. How do you feel you have impacted the abolitionist movement thus far? In 1819, I visited Philadelphia, Pennsylvania with my father and met many members of the Quaker religion. I liked their ideas about women in slavery and decided to move there to become a Quaker in 1821. A few years later, my sister Angelina joined me in Philadelphia. 
They both became members of anti-slavery groups and began speaking out against treatment of African-Americans. In 1836, Angelina published a booklet called An Appeal to the Christian Woman of the South. And I had published one called The Epistle of the Clergy of the Southern States. Both booklets argued against slavery. Leaders in the South were so offended by our ideas against slavery that they burned the booklets and warned me and Angela that we would be arrested on spot if we ever came back to South Carolina. Do you hope to be remembered in history and what do you hope to be remembered for? I wish to be known as the woman that made a difference, even if the difference was a small one. I want to be an inspiration to all and I want nothing more than to change this country so that there may be freedom and fairness to all. Thank you. Next up, Sarah, er, Harriet Tudman. Welcome. It's my understanding that you are a federal, fed, fearless freedom fighter who has liberated hundreds of slaves. Give the listeners some background information on yourself, please. I was born between the 1820s. I am one of nine children born between 1808 and 1832 to my enslaved parents in Dorchester County, Maryland. My mom was named Harriet. My, my mother was owned by Mary Patson Brodus, and my father was named Ben Ross, who was owned by Anthony Thompson. Physical violence was a part of my daily life for me and my family. I am well known because of the Underground Railroad. Between 1850 and 1860, I made 19 trips from the South to the North following the network known as the Underground Railroad. I guided more than 300 people, including my parents and several siblings, so that they could become free. My first encounter with the Underground Railroad was when I used it to escape slavery in 1849. How do you feel you have impacted the abolitionist movement thus far? I feel like I have impacted the abolitionist movement because I've helped lead hundreds of slaves to freedom in the North throughout the Underground Railroad. Do you hope to be remembered in history and what will you be remembered for? Yes, I hope to be remembered by my loyalty and ability to help others. I want to inspire others so that they can overcome their past and fight for their rights. Thank you. Next up, Lucretia Mott. Welcome. It's my understanding that you are a president member of the American Anti-Slavery Society. Give the listeners some background information on yourself, please. Hello, I'm Lucretia Ma, and I was born on January 3rd, 1793 in Nantucket, Massachusetts, and was the second of Thomas Coffins Jr.'s and Anna Folger's Mott, five children. I was an early feminist activist and wanted to end slavery, and I dedicated my life to speaking out against racial and gender justice. I was constantly criticized for behaving in ways not acceptable for women of my gender, but I didn't let that get to me. How do you feel you have impacted the abolition movement thus far? I was one of the founders of the Philadelphia Female Anti-Slavery Society in 1833, which focused on anti-slavery petitions and holding meetings, organizing fundraising efforts, and financially supporting community improvement for for free Blacks. Me and my husband protested the passage of the Fugitive Slave Act in 1850 and helped an enslaved person escape bondage a few years later. Do you hope to be remembered in history, and what do you hope to be remembered for? I hope to be remembered as an important abolitionist who made a difference in the world by co-writing the Declaration of 
sentiments in 1848 for the women's for the first women's rights convention in Seneca Falls, New York, which ignited the fight for women's suffrage. Thank you. Next up, William Lloyd Garrison. Welcome. It's my understanding that you are the publisher of the Liberator Newspaper Committee and Ending Slavery. Give the listeners some background information on yourself, please. Uh, I was born on December 10th, 1805. I was an American journalist who published a newspaper called The Liberator. I was also a co-editor for the Genius of Universal and Computation. How do you feel you have impacted the abolitionist movement thus far? I changed people's opinions to help the anti-slavery abolitionists um, to help them to help them change people's opinions on the anti-slavery movement. Do you hope to be remembered in history, and what will you be remembered for? I want to, to be remembered that I helped write the best newspaper to end slavery. Thank you. After speaking with this lineup, I'm certain that the abolitionists will prevail. Join me next week on Meet the Abolitionist.